0: What is going on, folks? Welcome back to another episode of the Locked On Pit Podcast, your daily podcast covering the Pittsburgh Panthers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Folks, as always, I am Nick Faribay, right for Pittsburgh Sports Now. Call games at WPTS Radio, and I'm a production assistant at ACC Network. And, folks, today we are on the ground in Mobile, Alabama. The Senior Bowl started today, and Kenny Pickett was very active, both talking to the media before practice and also in practice today with the national team. We'll talk about Kenny Pickett. We'll also talk about Damari Mathis and Caladamayas. And if they impressed on day one here in Mobile, we'll also talk a little bit about where they can go from here. And more importantly, we'll talk about where Kenny Pickett's standing is among the quarterbacks at the senior bowl. All of it's coming up here on Locked On Pitt. <laughs> our Locked On Pit, your daily podcast on the Pittsburgh Panthers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, folks? Welcome back to the Locked On Pit Podcast, your daily podcast covering the Pittsburgh Panthers. As always, thank you for making the Locked On Pit Podcast your first listen every day, folks. Always appreciate it. All the support that I get from you guys. Now, Today, it's a pretty loaded episode. I'm down here in Mobile, Alabama, and we saw Kenny Pickett take the practice field against guys like Malik Willis, Sam Howe, Carson Strong, Desmond Ritter. All these guys that are viewed as top QB prospects were on the field today for the senior bowl teams, and and you got to see these guys in great detail um, overall. You know, the Lions' practice was a lot different than the Jets' practice, um, just from a, a pure standpoint that the Jets ran a lot. Um, and you didn't get to see a ton of throws in terms of that team session. Um, and the ones you did were pretty limited in terms of just being play action on the move. Um, the, the, the Lions let it rip a lot more. It was a lot more versatile in terms of scheme and a lot more enriching in terms of, hey, there's here are the clear strengths and weaknesses of your guys. But the quarterback performance, you could at least still kind of deceive. see It won't deceive you. Um, You will see it and it will come to you. And I'll say this about Kenny Pickett's performance today. I don't think he did much to hurt his stock. I also don't think he did much to help his stock. I think it was by the numbers for Kenny Pickett today. And I know that's not a flashy uh, type of statement, but today when you looked at a guy like Kenny Pickett, it was a day where he had a few really good plays. And, a few really good throws also a few throws that he probably should have gotten away from him. And then there was the pocket management part. And we'll talk about it and, and among, you know, why this is so critical for a guy like Kenny Pickett, right. For the quarterbacks down here, you know, mobile is not always important for the quarterbacks. And in, in terms of that, maybe it's good for your mid round quarterbacks kind of jockeying for position, trying to get up uh, the, the draft board and trying to get, into the top three rounds or something like that, trying to show their tools, trying to endear themselves to the teams. But this one's different. The, we are fighting for the literal quarterback one. We are fighting to be t- between a top 10 pick and maybe a first round pick. That's the type of difference we're talking about here. Millions of dollars. Malik Willis, Kenny Pickett, Sam Howell, Desmond Ritter, Carson Strong, all five of those guys are guys that could go. Up in that upper tier. Bailey Zappi, not as much. Bailey Zappi's more of a guy that you're going to see in those mid-rounds. He'll get drafted, though. I think he had a fine enough day to where you could see that happen. I'll say this. I think that when you look at what Pickett did today, I think he was a top three quarterback today. I didn't think it was a particularly great day for the, the quarterbacks down here in Mobile. Um, I, I thought it was a inconsistent day for them. I thought it was a day where you looked at them and and you wish you got a little bit more from them, right? It wasn't a day where you were jumping off the board for them. You weren't going to fight for one of them. I think overall, and, and I was asked this by Caleb Berger on the fan earlier today. You know, he asked me, who was the best quarterback from day one? I think it was Sam Howell. And, you know, why? I think he was just so consistent in terms of what he did. His comfort level was on a different level from these other guys. And, He made the easy throws. He made some really nice deep shots um, on the move, made a few really nice misses um, in space, um, had a few really nice throws with different touch and anticipation. He kind of showcased the whole thing going through progressions. Uh, He kind of showcased as much as you could in a practice session. Uh, He looked really good. He looked smooth. Um, And it's one day here, and obviously it's one practice and and you have all this game tape and you've seen Sam Howe. I mean, if you are an ACC fan and you've watched enough ACC games, you've seen more Sam Howe than you would probably like to ever see in your life. And you know what the player Sam Howe is, but he looked head and shoulders above guys today. And I thought that was pretty impressive Um, from that standpoint. Now, I will also say that Malik Willis, in terms of upside, was phenomenal today. Um, you could just see the, the high-level impact. The high-level play that Malik Willis had in terms of just making the the, the wow throws, uh, he made a great play where he scrambled out through between two defenders near the pylon, and it was beautiful, just a drop dime. It was absolutely beautiful by Malik Willis, And then he made a few really nice plays out of structure. There was one where he bobbled the snap, scrambled out for 20 yards when there were two guys chasing him. He just had the burst on him. He had more burst. It was really impressive. If, if you want to talk about wild throws, he had them. If you want to talk about head scratching plays, he also had them. And so it depends on what you want in your quarterback when you decide between Willis and Pickett for two and three. I tend to lean Willis because of the upside being shown, but I think Pickett also had a solid day. I don't think, again, and, and I want to say this, Kenny didn't hurt his stock today. He didn't help it that much, but I thought he kept the float and he wasn't bad. I think if you knew what Kenny Pickett was from Tate, you got everything you thought you were going to get. The most impressive play today for Kenny Pickett was a play-action pass where an interior defensive lineman just absolutely bull rushed the left guard back into him and then scrapped and shed that as well and started coming in on him. But he stayed in there, set his feet, and fired it 20 yards down the middle of the field. Beautiful throw. It was a dime. It was a really good play by Kenny Pickett. Where pressure was bearing down in his face. He would have had to take a hit if that was allowed in this practice. And you knew that Pickett was going to be drilled. It showcased a lot of things. One, his cool calm. He's like as cool as a cucumber under pressure. And that's been something Kenny's always been really good at. One of the best quarterbacks in the nation under pressure last year. And that, you know, when we talked about him throughout the year, that was one of the things that made Kenny such a special player, right? You know, Kenny was a guy that just make all the throws when you needed him to under pressure. He was a guy that wouldn't crumple under pressure. And a lot of guys will crumple under pressure. And that's the issue with those guys. But, and let's keep it real here. Kenny Pickett here played at a high level there. And that was really impressive to see from Kenny Pickett. Um, I thought as well, I thought he had, Good throws off platform, and that's something he's always been good at. So it's really not a surprise to see Kenny Pickett make good off-platform throws. Uh, that's, I mean, that's his signature thing at Pitt, right? I mean, when you think of Kenny Pickett, you think out of structure, off platform, different platforms to throw off. If of. he showcased all that, you no, know, he showcased throwing it against his against the grain on his body, uh, he the cross body, um, going towards his way, using different arm angles. He showcased the whole bit and that's what you love about Kenny Pickett is he has that dynamic ability outside of structure to make throws that a lot of quarterbacks can't make out of structure, and that gives him a really high floor because while he – I think the arm strength showed up today, the fact that he had average arm strength, a few of his deep balls died on him, Um, I I thought the deep ball was not as good as I thought it would be. His intermediate ball was great. Um, In the middle of the field, he was very accurate it felt like some of those balls outside the numbers. Um, those big seam routes got away from him. The posts were good, and and they obviously can't pick it through the post with high frequency this year to guys like Tayser Mack and Jalen Barden and obviously Jordan Addison. So that that was a route he's very comfortable with in the Whipple scheme. He he had a few really good throws in that area. But, but outside the numbers, I thought the ball waned a little bit on him, and it was probably his worst throws of the day. A um, little bit of accuracy problems there. Most of the other stuff was on the receivers with bad routes. He threw with anticipation. He threw guys open. Kenny was polished. today, And he was everything. If you watched Kenny Pickett for the last four years, five years here at Pitt, you knew what you were getting. And you knew that this would be Kenny Pickett. And it was Kenny Pickett. And so nothing changed for Kenny Pickett. And I thought that he was a guy that, again, he's probably going to be a top 20 pick at the very least. I don't think he gets past twenty in the Steelers. That's kind of a buzz down here. The Steelers were really paying attention to Kenny Pickett. Their Steelers QB coach, Mike Sullivan, talked to him. There was a large contingency talking to him as well for the Steelers. Um, he he was getting a, a lot of interest from teams like the Broncos, um, which was interesting to me. The, the Saints were pretty much on him. Um, you know, teams like that were on him. Washington was on him, so. Kenny Pickett was drawing a lot of interest in terms of who he was talking to. And you could see that there were contingencies of those scouts around Kenny Pickett specifically. So it, it was very interesting to see, very, very much a highly sought-after quarterback. And I thought, again, solid first day, made some really good throws out of structure, uh, had, had a few inaccuracy problems, especially outside the numbers. Those, those deep balls died on him a little bit. Uh, he hit one on the back shoulder fade, but – it was only one, and I wish I saw a little bit more of a consistent depot outside the numbers just to kind of divvy up his game a little bit, show that versatility. Um, but he's, he's a guy that you get what you got. And he showed that toughness. He showed that grit. He was very vocal. He showed his leadership. Kenny Pickett was Kenny Pickett. And, and you know how Kenny Pickett is, and, and I think that's the exact Kenny Pickett that teams got today. And, and I, I always appreciate that from Kenny Pickett. He's a guy that's always been tough and and I think the toughest quarterback that's come out in a while here in these draft classes. We'll talk a little bit about his comments at the presser as well. Some that I found pretty interesting in terms of fit and overall uh, his thoughts on some things as well. However, first, folks, let me let you know about Bill Barr because it's now February and that means your New Year's resolutions are a month. And if yours is about getting fit or eating healthier, you need to make sure to include Bilt Bar in your plan because Bilt Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, maybe even better than a candy bar. And Bilt Bar makes it easier to stick to that resolution because it tastes so good you'll want to eat it, unlike other protein bars that can be chalky, waxy, or even Taste like chemical spill. So you want to eat healthy, but it gets boring. I got you Built Bar. Built Bar is covering 100% real chocolate, but you get all the health benefits of a protein bar. It's got low calories, low sugar, low in net carbs, high in protein. Compare that to a candy bar and you have high in calories, high in sugar and high in net carbs, low in protein as well. So you get all the opposite in that built Bar. You get all the health benefits of a usual protein bar with so many different flavors to choose from coconut almond peanut butter brownie raspberry cookies and cream salted caramel just a few and built is always coming out with new limited time flavors so check out built.com to see what's new folks go to built.com use the promo code locked 15 and get 15 percent off your order use the promo code locked 15 for 15 percent off at built.com <laughs> All right, folks, welcome back to the Locked On Pitch Podcast here talking Senior Bowl day one. Kenny Pickett talked to us before the Senior Bowl practices started uh, this morning down in the Mobile Convention Center. Obviously, the big topic of discussion for Kenny Pickett was two things. And the obvious one was the hand size, right? Kenny Pickett kind of said he's not sweating his hand size. And I, I believe him on that. You know, Kenny Pickett's hands are, are not going to be something that overall, when you say, here's the issue at hand, I don't think it's going to be something that's going to completely divert you away from. You. I think he's going to be a high draft pick still. I don't think it's going to gloss over anyone. But I also don't think they're going to do anything crazy. So that's very important to me when you look at Kenny Pickett. And he talked about how it doesn't matter much, how he can grip the ball well, how he's already tested, you know, an NFL ball. And that was something I thought that was very noticeable um, when you watched him today. The hand size, even though he was wearing his gloves, the hand size was not an issue. And quite honestly, he gripped the ball just fine. It never sailed on him. He never lost his grip on the ball. He also talked about the Steelers and how it was a second home to him. Pittsburgh was a second home. It would be cool to see him on the Steelers. I, I would say that, and, and I think that was something that was very, very cool to talk about, you know, the, the Pittsburgh Steelers connection, Mac Canada being the guy who recruited him, Coach Tomlin being across the hall and, and Tomlin talking about how, you know, these guys were, were super close to each other and and how Canada and and, and Pickett have communicated before and, and often and it's pretty cool you know to see those parallels and, and who knows if he gets to pittsburgh i don't think he ends up getting there i don't think he gets the fall to 20 that's kind of the whole thing i think you know the biggest thing i got you know from talking to some people down here and and talking to kind of the whole vibe of kenny pickett and, and his stock i think you kind of feel like he's a guy that's going to go top 15 and, and so that's where i feel pickett's going no, I think Pickett's going to be a guy that isn't going to fall past the Saints at the very least. Is going to be top 18, if you want to call it that. I think he's a guy that's that buzz is, is pretty well set because of his high floor. I'm not sure you're going to get a very high ceiling with him. Um, you know, there's, there's types of comps you can give him. Um, Derek Carr is going to be one, maybe a more mobile Kirk Cousins, something in that mold. But. Understand that's not necessarily a slight to him at times either. You know the Joe Burrow comps are there. Jim Nagy, the, the Senior Bowl director, actually called him a Joe Burrow uh, light type of player, and and so that one is it's it's hard to live up to. I see the comparisons to Joe Burrow. I don't think he's quite there with Joe Burrow. I don't think it's the pocket management Joe Burrow does, um, but I, I can see why. Right, the the hand size, um, the, the great breakout senior season, the mobility, the great off-platform throws, there's just a lot. Uh, the, the mental processing, I think they have very similar mental processing, um, errors as well as strengths. So I, I think that makes sense to me, but it's not what I would go with. And so I think it was a good first day for Kenny Pickett. You know, the, the buzz on this the Steelers is going to go up again. I don't think he makes it there, but other teams were very closely paying attention to him. And, and Kenny Pickett was a guy – that I thought did fine today made a few really good throws showed you who he was as a true quarterback and that's what you're going to get. And you know what you're getting in Kenny Pickett day in and day out. All right. I want to shift over to Damari Mathis um, because he also is down here at uh, the senior bowl and he was interestingly working a lot in the slot and I thought that was very interesting. He almost exclusively worked in the slot outside of 1v1s. And so I was really, really impressed with Damari Mathis today in one-on-ones. This dude obviously was ready for the moment, (laughs) to say the least. Damari Mathis played sticky man coverage. He had, I think, three pass breakups at least. When he was in one-on-ones, he was targeted five times, allowed two completions, and the one was really just a great catch. He was right there. There was none where he was really dusted. Demari Mathis looked like he belonged here. And I thought he was one of the stronger DBs in that team where you looked at what he did. He had a really nice day. And, and so he didn't get targeted much in terms of the, the team drill, But the guy has good eyes. He's very fluid. He's got pretty good speed. He is a dude that has showed some stuff to me. And, and, you know, it's stuff that we saw at Pitt in 2019. You know, this year he struggled a little bit more than I thought he would. But Narduzzi's defense, boy, if there was ever a thing it was trained to teach you for, senior bowl one-on-ones would be that. And Mathis looked prepared. He looked the part, looked big. I, I thought he he looked pretty good overall in terms of just in team. I thought he looked comfortable in the slot, understanding his leverage in the inside there. I thought he played well. I thought Damari, you know, while not flashy, played at a decently high level. And so he's a guy that is that can help his stock. I think he looked a lot better than some of the guys that – you know you come in with and showcased perhaps better um traits overall you know because Matt this has solid physical traits he's more you know, in length isn't crazy it's very average overall but he's fluid he's quick he's got fine speed but he played better than the sum of those parts right um so he's a guy that even against some really good receivers pretty much every receiver was matched up against he did pretty well against and in that slot there was just nothing going he got involved in run support when asked the guy's not afraid to get physical I really love that he loves to compete absolutely one of the most competitive guys around in terms of the guys I've seen come through pit at the cornerback position and that's a scrappy team that fights hard it's a scrappy team that gives you their all right that's a team that that goes all out and they make it known they're going all out but this guy he boosted his stock. And coming in today, you know, he was a day three pick. I don't know if he's going to leave here a day two pick, but he can leave here maybe a round four pick and get his shot here to develop on a roster, get his foot in the door, and kind of get everything going. Because Damari Mathis isn't a tough evaluation. He's physical. He's got those good physical traits. He's got good eyes. And his he pretty much showed the part today in Mobile overall. All right, folks, before we continue on, let me let you know about Bet Online because BetOnline has you covered the season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues to march through the playoffs right to the big game in a couple weeks. BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just football. Bet Online has you. Up-to-the-minute info on pro and college hoops, NHL, boxing, UFC, along with live real-time updates of current games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing new offers available for the 2022 season. Pit online where the game starts. All right, folks, welcome back to the Locked On Pit Podcast, talking a little bit of senior bowl action here down in Mobile as we continue to talk Demari to Mathis. And you know, Mathis. We we kind of talked about where he is and the vibe that I, I felt. I thought he was probably that sec the second best corner that was on the national team behind Kobe Bryant from Cincinnati, who had a really good day in terms of his pass coverage. But this this was a dude that showcased versatility, that showcased the fight you wanted. And I really was surprised um by how good he looked overall. I was very, very pleasantly surprised and and I love seeing that. I love seeing it because he was a guy that, you know, you didn't really know how he was going to play, but he balled out in this one. And so, Damari Mathis, keep an eye on him. He was a clear winner today, spent a lot of time in nickel, and that's going to easily, easily give him a lot of hype this year. That's going to give him a lot of clout among teams. You know, just the click and close ability that you see from Damari Mathis. Did it, and and it's another – guy that has been churned out by the pit db factory and, and you know they always appear worse than they are in that narduzzi scheme where they're isolated one-on-one and press man quarters but these guys get prepared for the nfl playing that much man coverage he was in his element today and it was off man coverage and you could tell when they walked him up and press too tamari mathis was just a natural at it. And you can't say that about a lot of guys. You can't say that about everyone else. That versatility to, to you, do not just, you know, slot and nickel work, but also a, a guy that can, you know, play both sides of the field, slot field. He can play in the nickel. He, he can go and, and play press. He can play off man. He's a guy that has the eyes to read in his own. So he's a, he's a very scheme versatile guy. And teams are going to like that. And if you can get him, you know, in the fourth round, and he continues to kind of just take the upward trajectory out of this, Damari Mathis is, is going to look like a big winner down here in Mobile. And if there's a pit player down here between him, Pickett, and Adam Midas, that was a huge winner. Absolutely. It was Damari Mathis playing at such a high level. The guy just looks so, so sudden and so quick. It was delightful to see him play at a really high level today. Now, Cal Adamitis, and, you know, we don't talk much about the long snapper on this show, but Cal Adamitis deserves his props, too. You know, another guy at the senior bowl for Pitt. Pitt would have had four guys out here had Carter Warren accepted his invite, but obviously Warren coming back to Pitt this year. When you look at Adamitis, and, and, you know, I'm, I'm no long snapping expert, but he's a guy that you didn't hear his name called a lot, and you didn't need to. And you know, snapping to a Penn State punter always find that fun, but Adam had a good day. And I, I thought Adam had really, really good snaps, because his transition just from one part to another was beautiful. And that was something that I always really appreciated about him was that he was a guy that I never mentioned his name on here. And the reason why I never mentioned his name was because he was so steady and no one really mentioned him today either, but it it's understandable why Cal Adamaitis has this type of hype around him. And this mystique is like a really good long snapper and why he was invited to the senior bowl, he's got a chance to be drafted. Because last year, both of the long snappers that were here down in Mobile were drafted. Adam Midas is legitimately good. And when they put him in special teams drills, he was really good. He was like a brick wall. Adam Midas is really good in terms of his long snapping ability. And so don't sleep on that part of his game. And and certainly, I think it was a pretty good day overall for Adam Midas. So just kind of recapping the whole kind of spiel on these guys. You know, Kenny Pickett, hand size concerns didn't show up as much. I thought his deep ball wasn't great. I thought that maybe, again, I think he has above average arm strength, but not great arm strength. And it died a little bit on him outside the numbers. And you could see it. You could see it live where, you know, you would see Malik Willis and Carson Strong throw the ball, and it was just different. (laughs) Jumped out of their arms. And it's not like it doesn't completely jump out of Pickett's arm. It's just – Those guys just have a different type of velocity on it. And those guys have a different gear that Pickett just doesn't have. And so that was something that, to me, I I I liked about Willis, and I liked about Strong, and I knocked Pickett a little bit for it. But it was a good day for Kenny Pickett. A little bit more inaccuracy than I thought he would have, but showcased that toughness, showcased that leadership, the mobility, the off-platform throws. You know, it's not like things that I didn't expect Kenny Pickett to do showed up today. Everything I thought Kenny Pickett would do, could do, and should do today, he did. And so I thought Pickett really had a good day overall. Again, my QB three today was probably Pickett, but you could argue for him as two. I know some people were very uh, high on him as well as maybe the QB one today. You know, but I I know who Kenny Pickett is, and I know who Sam Howe is too. And I saw more deviation from the mean from the usual Sam Howe that I know. I did from Pickett. It looked like Kenny Pickett was the Kenny Pickett I know. The Sam Howell that, that I saw today, it was different. Didn't look panicked, looked cool, calm, and collected, and looked much different than I thought he would. Damari Mathis was one of the biggest winners for the DBs. Top three DB today. Doesn't matter if you were a safety or a corner. Damari Mathis was really good today. The one-on-ones were so impressive. That's not an easy drill. A lot of the DBs get smoked. Not Damari Mathis mirroring at a really high level in this one. I was very impressed by what I saw from Damar and Mathis. Um, and then moving forward, I'm going to be interested to see what I see throughout the week because Demar Hamlin had a good week here last year. And a lot of guys that come down to Mobile for this game end up playing well at their front pit. And that really did do well. And, again, Caledemise, the long snapper, did well as well today. I, I thought he looked good overall. All right, folks. Tomorrow on Locked On Pit, we'll talk about day two of the Senior Bowl. Here, we'll talk about you know Pickett's performance, Mathis, Adamitis again, but we'll also talk about Pitt men's basketball. They face Wake Forest. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the outcome. We'll talk about how they move forward after the result as well. And folks, as always, thanks for listening, and as always, hail top Pitt.